10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is January 3rd, and we're going to get started here with a price dump. So, overnight, or like maybe a couple of days ago, of course, RPL was trading at $32, and this morning it crashed down to $25.50 here on Binance. You can see the, the number like really went down, and it wasn't just RPL that went down, it was also ETH went down all the way to $2,100 on Binance, and also we had BTC that went down from nearly 46,000 down to um, just over 40,000, um, 40,750. So a whole lot of um, different cryptos took huge dives um, over overnight and into, well, sorry, this morning on Eastern time. And the reason for that was because of um, a company called uh, Matrix Port um, who have daily and weekly news. So they um, released this news saying um, why the SEC will reject uh, Bitcoin spot ETFs again. So what's really funny here is uh, this was, you know, Tuesday. Um, this was on Tuesday, um, January 2nd, which was dated as yesterday, of course. But then um, at the same time, on the same day, on Tuesday, January 2nd, they also had an article saying um, why the approval is imminent and why BTC is going to jump to $50,000. So here, Glenn said uh, on the daily, they're saying that uh, the approval is imminent. On the weekly report, they're saying that the report, the SEC will reject the ETFs. Same date stamps. They're saying, I'm not saying which of these is right, but I wouldn't put much value in research outfit who post polar opposite views on the same day. So people are already starting to criticize it as they realized what the source of the the FUD was. What ended up happening was that the block, a media outlet, um, started reporting this as as they put out a story basically saying that um, analysts say uh, ETFs to be uh, rejected. So that's what caused the big dump. Um, and then here, Bitcoin Magazine says um, Bloomberg senior, senior senior ETF analyst Eric Balchunas says we have nothing. We have heard nothing to indicate anything but approval. So the the story was already being undone. And then here, Eleanor um, um, Terrett says, uh, scoop here, the SEC is holding meetings today with the exchanges, NASDAQ, CBOE, and um, NYSE, New York Stock Exchange, to finalize comments on the 19B4s submitted by the BTC spot ETF issuers. So it looks like um, they're doing the last touches on giving the approvals for the ETFs. So it looks like it's going to come soon. And if you have a look a little bit closer at the BTC chart, it did have that, uh, you know, that move down. Um, but then it's kind of recovering now where it's already um, reclaimed about half of that move. Um, ETH sadly is moving a little bit slower. Um, and the same is the case for RPL. But I think that's just a part of um, kind of what's expected right here. Because um, if you have a look at the ETH BTC um, pair, it's kind of been trending downwards and hitting new local lows, um, but it looks like it's going to go potentially back down to that 0.049 range, maybe um, when the news is officially declared. And I think that will, well, I not financial advice, of course, but I think that might be the, the low of this market.
Okay, going back to Rocket Pool here, um, we have this comment uh, from Ramana who um, saw this bot. Um, so it was the ratio bot that someone used at 2 a.m. overnight, um, and the result of that ratio bot showed that our ETH, ETH ratio, official ratio, is now 0 0.10001. So that means that our ETH has appreciated against ETH. 10% um, since launch over two years ago, which makes it, you know, just around 5%, um, just under 5% a year of growth, which is fantastic um, for two years. So um, congrats on that. And then uh, Ramana noticed it here um, saying, when did it happen? And then um, uh, Vaka said that it happened just a little while ago. So that was a nice little milestone that was hit um, overnight. And yeah, 1.1, our ETH, sorry, ETH now for one uh, our ETH, which is which is really cool. So that was a nice little um, call out to that. Okay, next we have this update from Notional Finance here on Twitter. It says new uh, two new leveraged vaults are live on Arbitrum. So you have the unlock leveraged single click auto compounding USDC and our ETH vaults, and these are built on Balance and Aura Finance. So here Notion will go on and give a little bit more information about what the vaults are. So it says that the leverage vaults increase um, LP yields by borrowing from Notional. These vaults offer the ability to increase yields on um, LP strategies built on Balancer and Aura. And then leverage vaults are auto compounding. So you just set it and forget it. All Balancer Aura LPs earn uh, rewards in Balancer, Aura and ARB tokens. And Notional's leverage vaults harvest and reinvest the awards daily that's full capital efficiency and then it says um, using leverage does involve risk but the assets are in in liquidity pools are pegged using pegged stable um, swap lps reduce risks and help mitigate impermanence loss it says once to give it a try and you can start earning your yield now and then um degen score giving these vaults test drive i mentioned that on rocket fuel i think a couple of weeks ago um and then it says if you want uh, early access on a future notional leverage vaults might be a good idea to mint yourself a degen score um, beacon anon so i guess that's kind of nft or some kind of token that if you get that then you start getting early access to notional vaults but that uh, our eth vault now is live on 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 arbitrum and you can go and interact with that as you want Okay, so um, here we have uh, our borrower.eth who kind of started a campaign nearly a month ago, well, over a month ago actually, um, saying that uh, they're making a daily post saying, uh, asking Coinbase to stop using Geth as their sole Ethereum staking execution client. Um, and basically, you know, this is a daily reminder saying, hey, um, Coinbase, like you you owe 15% of stake, all uses Geth. If you stopped using Geth, then it wouldn't it'd go below super majority levels. Please stop doing that. So here, Adam Cochran got involved and kind of called out someone he knew who worked at Coinbase, who was Emil, Emily, I think, Choi, uh, who then tagged Will Robinson. And Will Robinson, um, for those of you who don't know, is actually a rocket pooler. He runs a rocket pool node. He's a rocket fuel watcher. So, hey, Will, I said I'll give you a shout out today. Um, so here you are. But Will works with Coinbase. I think he's a senior um, He's a senior, um, yeah, engineer at, at Coinbase. And um, he, he um, replied by this tweet that he put out on December 3rd, but that no one so so here um our borrower was saying this is day three um and he says you know 
we do care. Uh, thank you for the push. Ethereum's client diversity is one of the most striking manifestations of its commitment to decentralization. I don't have a firm commitment to share today, but please know that we hear you and we'll be working on it. So not many people really caught Will's comment here, including Arbora. So um, um, Arbora, um, like Will then replied by, you know, would read replied with that tweet mentioned and saying for what it's worth i'm currently running nethermind nimbus on my home staking setup shout out using rocket pool um and in my off hours i tried to rotate around a bit to keep a feel for what's happening with many clients and then arbora says thanks for the update i hadn't actually seen that you'd posted last month from everything you guys have said publicly i get a strong sense that you're working to diversify i think they're just a little nervous that working on it means deciding whether to do it still and will he replies with some great clarity saying we're going to do it um the timeline is still to be determined um i want to under promise and over deliver so um i said uh, will's gonna get a shout out on the show and then um our border saying uh, well deserved showing leadership and transparency in the institutional staking space um and he says once they've actually swift switched over i know a ton of us will be interested in the technical details so our brother replied to Will saying, you guys rock. Do you mind if I share this? And he said, the tweet is public, so share away. And Hani Abu says, don't let us down, Will. So there's no pressure, Will. <laughs> Just like, you know, a $250 billion protocol on your shoulders. But yeah, Will's really cool. Like I met Will in Denver and it's really, really nice. So um, I'm really happy that Will is on the show today. Okay, some sad stuff on the show today or some stuff that was causing a lot of confusion. So this news came out yesterday. Well, it didn't come out yesterday, but it was resurfaced yesterday. So Jerry Brito here says, um, new crypto tax reporting obligations took effect on January 1st. And basically it says that if you um, have, if you receive $10,000 or more in crypto, you now have an obligation to report the transaction, including the names, addresses, social security numbers, etc., to the IRS within 15 days under threat of felony charge. So if you get a transaction, it's got $10,000 or more in there, then you have to report that to the IRS. This is of course only for people in the US. So imagine if you get a lottery block, you know, that has, um, four ETH in there or five ETH in there, um, you now have to report that to the IRS. But what do you report, right? The what's the name of the person who gave you that, like the Ethereum blockchain? What's its address? Like it does it doesn't make sense, right? Like what's the Ethereum blockchain social security number? So a lot of these things don't make sense. So Jerry he gives some information saying this is the law that Coin Center challenged in federal court and our case is in appeals. Unfortunately for the time being there is an obligation to comply, but it's unclear how to comply. So um and then he also said that basically, you know, we've been working on this for a while and this these rules have been known for a while, but it seems like on, people only started caring about it today once the tax rules came out. Um, so, yeah. And then Ryan Sean Adams from Bankless says, if you're a US citizen and get 10,000 more in crypto, you have to report it to the IRS within 15 days or they can charge you with a felony starting now. They want names, addresses and social security numbers. Oh, and they're not telling you how to file the report. So there's no information on what the report is, what information you need to get and what you, know, what you do if there's information missing. Um, and then David Hoffman, of course, also Bankless says, me and the homies committing tax fraud. And it's the Squirtle, I think, from Pokemon. Um, and they're all having a good time. Um, this, of course, was uh, brought up in trading as well. So people in Discord had a lot of uh, to talk about this because, you know, a lot most people who are staking the Ethereum have more than $10,000 of crypto. And 
they get money coming through rocket pool contracts and etc like different rewards that are coming in over the course of the year that could add up to more than ten thousand dollars for some people it adds up to more than ten thousand dollars per month i'm thinking of you know some of the whales in the community who make big amounts of rpl per month or get big amounts from yeah big amounts of rpl per month basically uh, you know they get ten thousand dollars what are they supposed to do with that so there's a whole lot of discussion here um and then like people like bossy here saying unless my um accountant tells me i need to do this i'm not doing shit um and then there was a lot more discussion uh going on as well so uh, you can go and give those that a read um it definitely got a lot of people kind of scared yesterday um and hopefully we get some um good news on that and here like coin center was um talking about that as well talking about um the new rules and how they might impact you in crypto so you can go and read that as well and get some um information um from there as well and finally we're going to enter this episode with news of um devcon which will be taking place in asia in 2024 so southeast asia devcon um sorry southeast asia welcomes devcon 7 um and it will be taking place in bangkok in thailand so if you are interested in a, attending devcon this year um know that you know it'll be happening in november 12th to 15th in bangkok um and that is pretty pretty exciting i know that a lot of people want to visit thailand so um you can book your travel now you'll get pretty good deal on flights flights and it'll be it'll be a nice trip for you if you are heading out that way so on that note i'm going to end today's episode thank you all for watching listening and being part of the rocket fuel community and i will see you all tomorrow bye